and welcome back to the Transient Bacon Podcast. I am your host, Matt. Today we have Carolee Cooper. She's the Environmental Health Program Specialist for the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare. Carolee, wow, that was a mouthful, and welcome to the program. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I appreciate your time. Yeah. Um, today um, we're talking about radon. And uh, for those of us unfamiliar uh, exactly what radon is, um, can you talk a little bit about the issue and then also kind of your background and how you became part of the uh, Idaho Department of Health and Welfare? Sure, no problem. So let me just give a quick recap of what radon really is. Um, radon is a radioactive gas that you can't um, see it, you can't taste it, you can't smell it. Um, and that gas is a breakdown of uranium in our soils and rocks. And that gas, as it's breaking down um, from those rocks, it comes up through our buildings, through the foundation, through cracks, um, little you know joints, things like that in our buildings. And it gets consolidated in those buildings. And so that is a problem. And the only way you really know if you're having an issue with radon is to test. Um, it's a super simple test. Um, we offer free radon test kits um, on our webpage, which is radonidaho.org. And um, you put up this a little card is basically what it looks like. You hang it up in your home for a few days, and then you mail it to a lab, um, and they will email you your test results. So that's truly the only way to know if you have an issue. And what's interesting about radon in Idaho, it's all over Idaho at different concentrations. Um, what's interesting is that you could have a really high concentration of radon in your home, but your neighbor might not have any or a very low amount. So it's hard to really know unless you test. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. So um, a lot to unpack there, but like you were talking about earlier, it can come up through um, like cracks in the concrete, around pipes, um, cracks in the walls or the foundation. I mean, really, it just it, it's, it's coming up everywhere, right? And you never have to worry about radon outside. Right, because it's just gassing off and it's not being trapped anywhere. And our homes these days are being built great and energy efficient, but it's also potentially trapping that gas in your home. So nowadays with everything being built so well and we have, you know, a fan in your kitchen or your bathroom and you turn that on, it causes a negative pressure in that home and it's helping that gas get pulled in to your home. So it's very concerning. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then also what you're talking about as far as like, well, you know, my next door neighbor tested for radon. It's good, right? Uh, low levels or acceptable levels. And then maybe um, somebody down the street tested for radon. Oh, it was good. Nothing to worry about. So I don't have to. T and that's not necessarily the case like you talked about. So I think what, what your point is, if I'm interpreting it correctly, is it's important for everybody to be aware of their own personal situation when it comes to radon. It is, definitely. Um, we don't want to take any risks. Radon is uh, an issue over a long-term exposure. So high radon levels in your home are definitely an issue. And 
can cause an increased risk of developing lung cancer. It's actually the number one leading cause of lung cancer in non-smokers um, in our nation. So it is concerning, and we do encourage everybody to test. That's wild. And that could be exposure. We're talking like decades, correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, as far as the the testing, uh, as far as I understand, like you said, it's a card. It's relatively simple. Are there, um, for those people who are interested in testing in their home, are there some general guidelines, like some do's and don'ts when it comes to testing? Well, we suggest when you get one of our test kits, um, you read the instructions really well. Um, there's information that needs to be placed on the card prior to getting the test started. And it's really important to make sure it's very legible. Um, we have a lot of people that do the test and they never get the results back. And I believe part of the issue is maybe the lab can't read their email address very clearly or something along those lines. So that would be step number one, making sure it's very legible. Then you, we suggest that you put the card in a location where you spend most of your time. So if you have a basement in your home, but you are never down there, nobody has a bedroom down there, nobody's hanging out down there, that's not necessarily the best place to get a test reading um, that is going to be concerning to your health. So if that's the case, we suggest stick it in your bedroom where you're sleeping at night. Stick it in a location where it's not close to a window or a door. We want something that's going to be a location that's going to be very um, stable. So definitely, you know, on a nightstand or your dresser or up on the wall, something like that. Um, I spent a lot of time in my basement. So when I tested my home, I just thumbtacked it right to the wall, right by my couch. Okay. Uh, away from any drafts, uh, which worked great. Um, so that would be step number two is finding a great location um, to test. Now, if you do have kids in your basement or you're spending time in your basement watching TV, definitely stick it down there. But if you have a crawl space that nobody's hanging out in, I wouldn't stick it down there. So location is key. It's going to give you a great idea of what you're being exposed to personally or your family members. Yeah. And, and I imagine there's just so much as far as personal circumstance and say like how, kind of how your home is constructed. Cause you're talking, you have a basement and I have a crawl space. So, right. um, obviously it's, it's, you know, you're going to have to take those things into account. What I'm, what I'm wondering about is I was just kind of thinking about all the different ways that radon can find its way into your living spaces. If you have a crawl space and you know how they, they have like those vents that are around the crawl space and they say, right. you know, open them up in the summer to kind of mitigate the amount of like moisture that builds up, but then close them in the winter. Have, and I know this is kind of out of left field, but what if you just left them open all year round? Would you, you think that would mitigate, at least for people that have a, a crawl space, mitigate the effects of radon? Um, it might, yeah. uh, it might affect it a little bit. Um I'm not an expert on mitigation. I can give some idea about the process a little bit, but I, but I am no mean an expert um, on the the actual mitigation part of radon. Um, but you know, if you're closing up all those vents in the in the wintertime, in the wintertime is the best time to test for radon because most people are closing up your house their house. So vents are being closed on the vents in the crawl space. 
windows are being kept shut, things like that. So that's when we want people to test um, is in the wintertime because you're more likely to have a, a environment that's very closed. Um, so leaving them open, those vents, you know, it might help a little bit, but is it really enough to make sure you're not having an issue? That's hard to say without testing. And, you know, you might want to, you know, if somebody has um, a kind of on the border amount, and we'll talk about what those levels are um, shortly, but if somebody has something kind of mid-range of concern for radon, you know, maybe opening those vents and then retesting and see if it makes a difference. But every construction is different and every location is different. So it's hard to say, yes, do that and you'll be fine. I would not want to say that to somebody and risk their health. Sure, I understand. Well, I feel like we've got a pretty good idea of of what radon is and, and why it's dangerous. And and you talked about the best time to test, which brings us to a radon action month, which is January, correct? Yes, okay. um, nationwide radon action month. And our office, Health and Welfare, has a lot of things in the fire as far as promoting um, radon awareness. And we are very excited. We are working with multiple states on different projects that we'll all go into. But um, it's a time of year. It's in the middle of wintertime. And the whole nation um, is putting out the message of testing for radon and some next steps. So um, we get quite busy <laughs> this time of year. <laughs> right. I, I imagine. And then do you have for Radon Action Month, are there any goals that that you know, you're, you're looking towards say like, Hey, um, we want to have maybe, you know, um, a thousand people test their homes or, um, you know, uh, what type of metrics are there to, to kind of help get not only, I mean, obviously podcasts and things like this, but what other things can we do to really kind of, to push that information out there? So we have tons of social media that will be coming out um, on Twitter, Facebook, things like that, pushing our message of testing for radon. We have our website set up um, so that you can um, order a free radon test kit. We do only limit one per household at this time because we do have limited funding. Um, we are a grant program. Um, and so we purchase a ton of test kits, I think around 2,000. We would love to give all of them out for free. Um, if somebody decides that they want more than one, we also have a link on our website um, for them to purchase another test kit for very cheap. I think it's only like $10.25 or something like that. So it's not too high of a cost. And um, once again, just to plug our website, it is radonidaho.org. And all the information I'm talking about today can be found on our website. Excellent. So, yes. So for Radon Action Month, um, one thing that we thought was really important, we're pushing for everybody to test their home. But a lot of people don't know what to do after that. They get these test results back and they're not really sure what that means. So for Radon, if you get a email from the lab and it says that you have a level above 4.0 picocuries per liter, 
then we highly suggest that you find a radon mitigation company to come in. They sometimes will do another test just to verify what you got on your results and then move forward with a plan. And what they do is they evaluate your home. You know, like I said, every construction is different. And they come up a plan with you on how to properly mitigate um, sometimes it's just drilling a hole in the foundation and then pumping that air from under your foundation out a pipe um, that goes above your roof. Um, a fan draws that air out. Um, sometimes, it, depending on how large the structure is, sometimes you might need two, um, one on either end of the home. So it's hard to say, you know, how big of a system you need, um, how what the cost is going to be. It really depends on your home and the size and the construction, things like that. Um, if your radon levels are below 4.0 picocuries per liter, per liter, but they're you know between two and three, um, then it's something that you should maintain vigilance and retest in two years and see how things are going. Um, our tests that we do give out for free are you know, a three or four day test. So that's a very short window of what's really going on your home. There are other kits out there that are a long-term kit. We don't offer those, but they are out there for purchase um, and they will do more of a long-term test to kind of give you an idea of what's really going on in your home. So that's an option as well. Um, in Idaho though, unfortunately, there are not a ton of certified mitigators um, available. I think the last I looked, there might be 17 for the whole state of Idaho. So one of the things that we're doing for Radon Action Month is that we have partnered with a company that has training for companies or people to become a certified radon mitigator. And so we are offering to do a reimbursement program for this training, uh, I think we're going to be paying about 50% of the class and 100% of the certification test uh, as long as our money holds out. So if we can, we are going to pay for everybody that signs up and um, hopefully that will help boost our ability to get people a certified mitigator uh, in the state of Idaho. So that's going to be available. Yeah, that's going to be available on our website. Um, I have it ready to go and to be published. Um, I just need to go through the red tape and make sure that all the higher ups are okay with how I have it <laughs> on our website. Yeah. Um, but um, that will be active come January um, 1st. So hopefully by next week, that's all ready to go. So something else I was mentioning um, is that people test their homes and they don't really know what steps to take or what do those results mean. So part of our campaign is that we have emailed everybody that has purchased or purchased isn't the correct word, but everybody that has gone on our website and ordered a test kit in the last two years, I've emailed them classes that we are going to be offering um, about half an hour, just kind of a quick breakdown, what radon is, what those levels mean on their test results, and what some next steps are. And the second half of the class is going to be having the public ask us questions so that we can help 
alleviate any confusion, give them some guidance, things like that. So we're offering four classes in the month of January, and anybody that wants to can go to our website, once again, RadonIdaho.org, and register for that class. It's free. It's just a one-hour quick rundown, and hopefully that helps people that have already tested or maybe even those that haven't tested yet, but anybody that has a question about radon and how that impacts their life, um, they can sign up for this class. So hopefully that kind of gives a little bit more background. Um, we felt that, you know, people were pushing to get a test, but um, then we kind of don't have anything else for them. So hopefully this alleviates um, and does a little bit of a follow-up with those homeowners. Well, I, I think that's fantastic. And, and speaking from personal experience, you know, I, I did my test last year. Uh, mm -hmm. I did get the email. And I think I was, I want to say like, I think it was three. It wasn't four. But, you know, it was kind of like, hmm, it's something that I need to keep an eye on. So it's right. great that you have, you know, that follow up and, and that kind of, uh, I guess I would say pattern of our, or uh, path of action for those people kind of in that boat. Cause I, I think it would be a real shame if, you know, somebody tested and they're within parameters or what's deemed acceptable. And then they just kind of, okay, well we're, we're good there. And you know, we'll, we'll revisit that in like 10 years or something. That would be a real shame. Right. And so definitely we want to be more, um, a well-rounded program for those people that have tested their home and, and those that are getting ready to. So I hope that these classes are a big hit and um, we get a lot of questions and can provide that support for people. Are, are those going to be uh, filmed and then put on YouTube or somewhere where, you know, people who couldn't make the class, you know, uh, view that remotely? You know, that's a great idea. We didn't think of that. And so I don't see why we wouldn't be able to record those. Um, that way, answers can be given to anybody at any time if they have them. Uh, so we will definitely do that. Great idea. Excellent. Excellent. And then, you know, I, as, I, as we're talking, if, if I can speak as we're talking i'm thinking about you know just how everyone's property is different and there's different factors that going uh, that go into um you know whether your home or your property is going to be experiencing radon issues but i think about properties like rural properties that have private wells and then you always hear you know oh test if you have a well test your water it is it just because that's the penetration that goes all the way down into the bedrock and it's almost like you have a conduit for radon to come out of the ground? Um, radon is interesting. Uh, there are only two companies in the whole United States that actually test water for radon. Um, it's a hard thing to test for because it is a gas. So um, most public water systems are testing for things like uranium and um, getting an idea of what is in the ground um, and that is in the water, um, but they're not testing for the actual gas. Um, and most homeowners that have a private well are not usually testing for uh, radon, or I'm sorry, they're not testing for uranium. Um, there's a few other um, analytes that kind of 
encompass those radioactive um, components, but most homeowners aren't testing for those. And it's not that they can't, they can, but they're, it's kind of expensive. The exact price I don't have um, just because every lab in Idaho is a little bit different on their pricing schedule for right. different things. Yeah. Um, but if, if a homeowner is curious about what's in their water, they can talk to their local lab or their health department to kind of get an idea of some other analytes that they can test for to kind of give them an idea if um, radon gas is an issue um, for them to move forward on. Um, I think that radon gas is more of an issue of the gas concentrating in their home, maybe not so much an issue for them drinking it because like it's a gas. I see. I see. Yeah. And that makes sense. Uh, maybe also, um, I was thinking kind of like, you know, the gas following kind of the piping system into their home, but there's just so right. many factors there. Right. I, you know, a wellhead is a vented system. So most of that is going to, if it's in the water, it's gassing off and it's coming out that vent before it makes its way into the home. Most of the time, not to say that it's not coming in through the water supply, but as soon as it leaves the pipe, it's gassing off. Yes, it's in your home, but the concentration, if you're having a radon gas issue, it's also coming through your, your foundation. So um, the biggest concern would be mitigating and getting that gas out from underneath your home. It, more of a priority. Not to say that that it's not an issue, but I would I would much rather see somebody find out if it's in their home and have it sucked out in that format. Right. And then, um, you know, I've seen new homes that when they're building them in areas that are known to have issues, they'll be proactive about it. And they'll just put like this, um, it's like a four inch diameter, like schedule 40 PVC, like tube, and it mm -hmm. just goes down into the crawl space and goes all the way up through the penetration in the roof. Correct. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, right. But but then that makes me wonder, is radon lighter than air or how, how does that work exactly? So there's two systems. There's um, the passive where there's not a fan. And then there is one that does have a fan. And that fan is actively sucking out the gas and releasing it up above the home, um, usually about two feet above the roof line. And so it's not being sucked back in through a window, things like that. So in Idaho, radon is not regulated. So it's kind of difficult for anything to really be enforced. But in Idaho, the Blaine County has been great at requiring new builds to have a radon mitigation system put in, which we love. It, I think all homes should have this. And maybe down the road, um, there will be legislation that forces all new construction. Um, but right now, Blaine County, I'm not 100% sure, but I think Teton County as well um, is new to the um, game of, it's not a game, but new to putting um, the requirement of new builds to have a radon mitigation system put in. If a home has one put in, in the beginning stages of build, it's so cheap, you know, $500 maybe. 
versus a new home that's already been built and or an old home and you have to go in and put in a mitigation it costs a lot more money more in the thousands exactly how much i'm not sure but it, it's not five hundred dollars so if we could get new construction to put in a mitigation system that would be fantastic and there are a few locations in idaho that do have that requirement yeah and, and even if you do have a home um you know, that doesn't, didn't have it put in from the building stages. I've seen solutions, um, and, and hopefully they're effective of, you know, using one of those, um, crawl space vents and replacing it with like a fan and mm-hmm. wiring it in. So right. again, you pro- probably nowhere near the $500 mark, but, um, still not super invasive. And it seems like, you know, somebody could reasonably maybe do that as a DIY project. Uh, of course, you're dealing with electricity. So um, wh- right. what's your thoughts on that? You know, we have um, links on our webpage um, for mitigation. I believe that they're I'm trying to, I'm looking at instructional videos right now. Um, there's a link so you can guide yourself through a YouTube video on the process of doing it. Um, so it is possible, um, but if you're not up for that challenge, um, then a certified radon mitigation company can right. help you through that process. Right. right. Well said. Okay. Um, any other programs that you, you said you had many irons in the fire. Um, any we other do. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> what, what other, pro- <laughs> how busy are, yeah, what other programs do you have um, going oh, on right so now? Busy. So another program that we are trying to roll out is realtors being trained in radon, uh, giving them some background information. A lot of people just don't even know what radon is. It's not on their radar. So we will be offering a training available on our website for them to link to for realtors to do this training and have a CEU credit available. Um, So a lot of different things, different um, opportunities like being a realtor or a contractor, things like that. People have to take educational courses um, throughout their licensing um, to maintain their license. And so we call those CEUs, CEU credits, and a realtor um, class will be available in January um, on our website for realtors to sign up for to get some of those credits to aid in their education for oh, the that's great. year. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's when we're working on that. Um, so our website's going to be full. We're, we're so excited. <laughs> and then um, another project we're working on, and we're very excited about this, is Idaho has joined the Northwest Radon Coalition. And as a group, which consists of Idaho, Washington, Oregon, and Alaska, we are doing a radon poster contest for youth age nine to 14. And so mid January, we're going to be rolling this out um, to the schools, um, not just to schools, you know, homeschools, um, every aspect, any nine to 14 year old can um, participate. And we're very excited. They will have some time to learn about radon if their teachers want to talk about it. Um, we do have on our website uh, content for teachers. We have lesson plans. 
And so they can learn a little bit about radon and then create a poster and submit it. And for Idaho and Washington and Oregon, there will be um, a first and second place winner for both of those or for all three of those states. And the exciting part of that is that there's a monetary um, amount for the winners and there will be a number one winner for the region um, that will, I think that is going to be like $300. And then that poster for Idaho that wins the first place will also be put on a billboard. We're going to use it for social media, um, all kinds of different things. So we'll really be um, getting that child's poster out there for the public to see. We're so excited. So um, it's a three, right now we're just, the three states are working on this and um, it's our first time as a coalition to roll this project out. So we're so excited. And um, the winner the from each state will also get put into the national radon poster contest. And that happens um, towards the end of the year. So whoever wins this January, well, I think we'll announce the winners in March. And um, so we will use their poster up one side and down the other in our states Mm -hmm. and then send that off um, for the fall national contest. So exciting. I absolutely love everything about that. Right. So you're involving the next generation Um, you're getting it out to classrooms potentially, and it's, you know, raising awareness. That's, that's three wins, at least how I count it. Right. Yeah. We're very excited. Um, you know, truly it's the biggest part of radon, um, is education, getting people to know what it is that it's out there. It potentially is affecting their health, um, whether that's, you know, little kids or adults it doesn't matter um it's that exposure over time that's the issue and so getting some buddy to learn about it and spread the word um to their friends to their neighbors that is our biggest push um is just getting that information out there um so that people know about it and are testing for it and protecting their families yeah, that's fantastic. It's really important. I'm glad that you're, you know, putting in the hard work and, and um, educating people. And hopefully, you know, even today, we can have this information go out and hopefully impact somebody's decision to test or to learn more and potentially, you know, help prevent a illness down the road. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, excellent. Is there anything else that we could address? Maybe go over the website one more time. Oh, definitely. So our website is radonidaho.org and tons of information available on that website. There's a link to register for our class if you're a homeowner that has or is going to be testing soon um, to get some information. There's going to be a link for people that want to become a certified radon mitigator in the state of Idaho. Um, So that will be on our website. There's going to be a link for realtors or some realtor radon training. And there will be a link for our radon poster contest. So definitely visit radonidaho.org. 
lots of great information is going to be available. Also on that website, um, if you scroll down um, our website, there is information on exposure, um, buying a home, building a home, renting. There is information about what those health risks are, um, information about how to test, uh, different types of tests. Um, there's links to get a free rate on test kit. Um, there's information about mitigation. There's a link for you to be able to try to find a certified radon mitigator in your area. Um, so tons of information. There's also a link. A lot of people ask, you know, are there um, funding for radon mitigation? The state of Idaho does not have its own funding for that um, type of service, but we have links to um, HUD has a block grant program um, and another program called the 203 um, that is available. Um, there's environmental justice grants, uh, Department of Ag. So there are loans and grants out there. How available they are, it's hard to say because these are nationwide um, programs. And I know that they run out of funding very quickly. So it's, it's there, but is it enough for everybody? No, unfortunately. Um, there is information. Um, like I said, there's going to have, be information for our poster contest, but there's also towards the bottom of our page uh, resources for educators. So we have presentations, lesson plans, uh, vocabulary flashcards, um, a radon lab activity, um, all kinds of links to EPA. EPA has a great um, dedication to radon. It's called Radtown. And it, it's pretty impressive, the information they have available. So if you can't find it on our site, we have links to other sites. Um, and we encourage everybody to just come and visit, scroll through, see if there's anything that interests you or can answer some of your questions. Um, but definitely you know, come and visit us. And we are more than happy to answer any questions and help the best we can. Awesome. Well, Carolee, you've been a wealth of information, and I really appreciate you making sure that you're getting information out to our community about the dangers of radon. I really appreciate it, and thank you for coming on you're the program. Welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it. Um, it's, it's passion. Um, I've been a environmental health specialist for 16 years, and um, this has been one of the most um passionate little programs that I've worked on and getting that information out is super important too. Yeah, it shows. Thank you. Thank you.